And back from hiatus. Well, it's a couple of, like a week or two. It's the Movie Misfits Podcast. I'm your host, Hank Rodriguez. And joined with me, as always, is our hosts of the shows. We got, oh, on the left, we finally have someone. It's weird seeing you on the left-hand side of the screen. Uh, Jimothy James Dean. Because so, I was the first one in. Oh, so. gotcha. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> using a tool? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But hey, you know, we got Jimothy James <laughs> Dean, the Submaster, you know, uh, Robeast. Robeast. Well, hiatus Robeast. Uh, so. I'm, it's he's funny because he's working on I'm, content. I, in fact, I, I oh, okay, yeah. I recorded the first half of the video, which is basically a video explaining the sort of temporary hiatus to the five people. <laughs> video. I was gonna. Uh, to I didn't want to say it. I, I was. I Dang. wanted to make a joke about it, but it, I didn't want it to be like mean or anything. But you know. I, mean, I've, I I've got. I it, let's not talk about this. This is all right. Stressful. All right. That's fine. But, you know, here's the thing. I got to point this out. So on top of this podcast, on top of uh, the podcast I do with my friend Devin, uh, which, uh, you know, is more movie podcast than anybody should be recording. But that's how I do, I guess. Um, between the between that and between my YouTube channel, between a full time job and being a father, I'm also 12 pages into a 12 completed pages into a comic book hey. that I haven't made a comic book in six years. That's awesome. So look, yeah, I'm trying. Man. Here's the thing. I'm trying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the point. Of it. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm just trying. Oh, I thought you were about to make excuses. I was like, oh, that's not an ex- that's, a, that's, a, that's an announcement. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm man, just, I, 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 I'm telling you, man, I, 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 I'm in the same boat. As far as all the, all the podcasts that I do, that I now have two two jobs, one part time and one side hustle where I'm reselling all the time and I'm constantly busy with. It. I get it, man. It's not just just not enough time, and you just want to take that breather. And of course, ha- having your family. But go ahead. But the thing is, though, you're a hustler that like you're at least smart enough to be making money with your oh, hustles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just losing money, but it's fine. Oh, okay. But Jimothy, wow. you you also don't you have you have your like children's book right that you uh. That, well, that's another thing is I didn't want to bring that because it. I I'm sorry. I didn't, I just no, 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 no it's fine. I'm but proud of you, man. I just. Uh, I have know. an almost completed children's book written nice. by the incredible Deb Preston, who does not listen to this podcast. Yep. Oh, <laughs> but nice. she will because we're giving her a shout out. That's right. Uh, we're giving her free publicity. I will say this. Free publicity. It is. I, I'm just. I just did the art. Deb wrote it. The, it's an incredible children's book. If anything, my art is just doing it at the surface. But. It's great. I'm really, I'm honestly really, 100% agree. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm honestly really, to be sincere, 100% sincere, I'm actually really proud of it. And I think it's going to be a really cool children's book. So, awesome. Uh, I'm still, hopefully, when I'm that's gonna done, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy a copy. Me too. All right. Well, Deb appreciates that because all the money. I'm a work for hire. She'll, she'll reap the reward, but she's paying me a good amount. So, we'll just leave it with that. Good deal. Well, and a, last but not definitely not least, the doctor is definitely in tonight. It, it is. I, I, I am in uh, in in all all forms. Uh, yeah, got Dr. It's funny, w. you know, we talk about this. I, I gotta say her name. Can I say I'm her sorry, name? Man. Jump yeah, in the gun. <laughs> I don't have much to do with this podcast. Give me, let me have this. All right. Okay, Can I have it. this? <laughs> say my name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we got we got the Doctor Dirty Derek. <laughs> there. Finally, there you can talk. I'm thank done. You, thank you, thank you, sir. I pre- I appreciate that. It's funny. Uh, so we were, we were uh, doing this team thing at work the other day, and I'm like, it was, 
you know, you had to like give some like it was the classic like you know icebreaker game like true truths and a lie, and uh, and one of them was that I was on multiple podcasts and everybody thought they were like, no, that's like that's not true. And then I so I had to list all the podcasts out, and then everybody's like, could I get the links? And I'm like, oh, right, <laughs> right, and, and dude, no, 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 talk a lot of shit, mm, like, right. I, I, I'm like I, I'm happy to share. I'm happy to share it with you. I really am. Please, please know that uh, that that my out work persona and my in work persona are very different. I am a uh, doctor so know, outside please, of this office. Thank like, you very much. <laughs> I, I am a trained medical professional, <laughs> uh, medically accurate, like the human centipede. Um, but yeah, it was it was funny. So I, I've had a few people recently in the past few weeks that have like said, like, "Oh, you do podcasts? Like, let me let me get the link." And I'm like, I'm always happy to share it um and, and try to you know explain but i was i always give like the fair warning of like yeah just so you know like look like i i the filter comes off like i'm, I'm a nice guy all day i'm a nice guy outside of work too but like i i definitely do <laughs> look like i swear a lot so yeah. um, no i, like, I we, we talk about we have boob counts and all that good stuff yeah. so uh yeah don't call hr on me <laughs> i tell I, I i tell people all the time like my friends and family i'm like and when i tell them about the uh uh, the podcast, like, they're like, hey, what do you, I was like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh, what's the, uh, uh, I haven't listened to it yet, whatever. It's like, it's not meant for you. Like, I, I don't want my friends and, I don't care if my friends and family, I mean, if you do, you, it's great, but it's hey, not meant for another you. Another listener. Yeah. Hey, it's funny, though, I did say, I mentioned the wrestling podcast and somebody goes, oh, you're into wrestling? And I'm like, no, they just bring me on for the comic <laughs> relief. I'm like, because <laughs> I, know, I know so little about it that it's like, it's like, let's play stump the jump, like, essentially. That's I'm like, awesome. but I. I'm, I'm learning stuff, so I'm like, that's the most important thing. But, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a week hiatus. So uh, everybody had a lot going on. We got the holidays, all that good stuff. So now we're back in in our fine fashion today. And Ooh. guess what? We are we are free range tonight. We have no agenda. We're just going to talk about horror stuff, uh, which is awesome. I would like to kick it off if that's okay. Um, with with a, a quick shout out. So I have teenagers, and uh, teenagers. Love TikTok. You guys TikTok. Uh, TikTok. And uh, and I will tell you that uh, TikTok is a mind fuck, man. I'm telling you, like, you can make sure make a horror movie about TikTok where you just, like, you go onto an app and then you wake up, like, three days later and you don't know what happened because you've just been staring at the stupid screen of uh, listening to people babble. But one very cool find, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give a shout out uh, on here, is um, there is a TikToker who is a uh, uh, very cool gal. Uh, she is uh, Final Final Girl Friday, and she talks about nothing but horror movies on her TikTok, and has some really great horror combos. So we've had, we've had some really great, uh, you know, great back and forth about uh, about horror movies. Talk about Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, love of horror. So uh, I've given some a couple of suggestions about questions that I had that I, I would love to to throw out there. But uh, definitely, I, I would say like if anything, if you're a horror movie fan, uh, go. Go check it out. Look for this profile. It's uh, Final Girl Friday. Um, has some really great horror movie content on there, which I always think is pretty awesome. It beats ma- many of the, uh, like, uh, as, as I mentioned the other day to somebody, like TikTok is essentially like, you know, people bad-mouthing other people and then butt stuff <laughs> and then relationship stuff and a lot of single moms and then depressing stuff and then people making fun of the people like butt stuff. So uh, to find, like, to find the horror stuff in there is, is a rare gem um without people being edgelords so i think it's a it was a good call out yeah so i was pretty i'm pretty excited to to give a shout out so if you do TikTok, look look that up it's 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 worth uh checking out some of the videos 
that she has. She's got some great content out there, so it's pretty cool. Well, cool. I'll make sure and uh, put that in the uh, note down below. Freaky See, girl, I thought freaky I was in the impression. Friday. Is that what it's called? Uh, Final Girl Friday. Final Girl Friday. Ah. Oh. Yeah, let me let me go. I'm gonna go back and look at. All right, let me see. Uh, yep, Final Girl Friday. Fre- Fre- Freaky Girl Friday is my browser history. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's. I'm sure there's a TikTok with that too. Hello, hello, Derek's subordinates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also sure they they love being called Derek's subordinates. Yeah, yes. that's right. A, I think I think that's an entirely different type of TikTok. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my impression of TikTok is just that it's a, yet another way for attractive nineteen-year-olds to become millionaires. But I don't know, man. All all I know is like every, every third video, every every third video is about people saying that they like bearded men with dad bods, and I'm like, I'm living my best life on TikTok. I'm living my best life on TikTok. If any, I'm feeling I'm feeling amazing. Yeah. On TikTok, we all about that right here. I'm ready. We all had to abandon Tom from MySpace. If we never did that, TikTok not would. We never, we never did, we never did get that that feeling of Tom back. So uh, I, I have not. It's, I, it's a social media app I haven't done yet, just because again I see those like the like the, you know, like the, what is that one? The big banks, like the, you know, just it's just people showing up there. I, I, there, there are some, there are some funny ones. There are some funny. I, I follow. I follow some funny. There's a there's a there's a gentleman uh, by the name of Derek who I obviously I'm like you're awesome because we spell our name the same way and uh, he is a huge wrestling fan. He's got Down syndrome, but he is uh, fucking hilarious and uh, awesome. and so uh, some pretty cool videos. So I try to follow good stuff on there. Like, I like you know my daughter sends me dog videos all the time and cats videos. There's actually there's stuff. actually really good DIY videos for you know. There are there are some like yeah, you know, funny, I, some funny D and D videos uh, gamer gamer ones too. So some pretty cool stuff on there if you find the right but like you, the thing is like it's a stupid algorithm that thinks it knows what you want uh just because i watched it over two seconds doesn't mean i, I want that on my feed. you know it, it, it's <laughs> you funny because like i'll go i'll go and shout out to my friends <laughs> if you're listening i'm calling you all out like a lot of them are like uh what is it uh when you li- like lip syncing like yeah. a oh, lot yeah. of my friends do lip syncing ones to like songs or like quotes from movies and i'm like what's the point of that like you look stupid, and first of all, you're not even in sync with the video. You can rewatch it. Like, why aren't you redoing it? Like, you look stupid. I'm sorry, friends. I'm your friend because I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> so, I, I, the, the, there's an irony to this. I, I, I really quickly have to share. So, I was watching all these like, basically like internet. Um, infamy videos like people who were famous in the internet and kind of screwed their lives up and one of them was for this uh i don't want to actually play it um was about this like this young girl this 19 year old girl who like made out with a 13 year old boy she was the tiktok's like number one star her name is a uh, and not to give this idiot any publicity but her name is zoe laverne and she was like the number one tiktok star in fact she before was when it was still called musically oh musical. yeah but anyways she 19-year-old girl, obnoxious as hell, but she apparently made out with a 13-year-old boy knowing he was 13. It was this whole thing. I'm just like, these are the kind of this is the kind of human trash that I, I would have to subject myself well, to. And yeah, I mean, I will, I will say, like, every now and then something pops up where somebody says, 
hey, by the way, like for this person that's got three million followers, just so you know, they're like a convicted sex offender, like don't let them your kids. And I'm always like, shit, like that is probably the downside of like the scary part. We're talking about horror, right? This is the scary part of social media. Well, that is so, so very true. Uh, that I mean, look, like, you know, people just want to watch you do stupid shit and they, and they will watch you regardless of like what your life history is. Um, and then it will drop you just as quickly as like, they, if they found you, if they find out anything different. Anyway. I mean, the thing is, I, I, real quick, I yeah, go ahead. I had this. I mean, I'm not to go off, but I mean, you know, one of these girls had a hundred million followers, which is, I think, more than The Rock has. And part of me is like, one, there's this very like temporary status to that kind of celebrity, where yeah. by the time you know, a 19 year old girl has 100 million followers, by the time she's 28, she has to have a real job because the just we've moved on like people's attentions have moved well i mean that's the thing that crazy people are like they, they quit the they quit money. their job or people get fired because they they're on t- saying shit about tiktok or on tiktok talking shit about their jobs and then they get fired and then they're like i'm gonna be tiktok full-time and then it's like you can't do that like reasonably full-time unless you're really really good at what you do um but it, there's also an element for me of like am i just too old like i'm so out of t- in fact i realized last night this is going in a weird direction and i promise i, I will end it we will redirect i i promise yeah but I was watching, like, ha- here's a surprise. Yes, I love uh, Nun Slaughter and all sorts of crazy uh, death metal and stuff. But uh, I'm a big Bruno Mars fan. I, I think that's a talented yeah. kid. Uh, dude's, dude's, dude's got the whole deal. He can dance. He can sing. He can play all these instruments. He's amazing. But somehow I got to him to Cardi B. And I realized Cardi B is this huge celebrity that everybody knows. And I couldn't name one of her songs. Me neither. And I'm, this isn't like, I'm not making fun of, I mean, like. Oh, wait. You know, it, I can now. That, uh, the WAP song. The WAP? Yeah. WAP. Oh, Wings that's and pizza. funny, though. I, forgot. I thought that was actually Meg, Megan it's the both Stallion. Of them. Well, it's three. It's but, Megan Three Stallion. Welcome back to D. Three Old Men. Talk about current pop music. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, my that's point right. being is that what about I, was, I was so out of touch that this big soul pop star I couldn't, and it wasn't like a point of pride, like, oh, I, I'm so promised if I don't know this dummy. I'm like, no, that's not anything to be, it's just, it was just, just a thing like, oh, I really am out of touch with what the kids are listening to. Anyways, we can feel free to move on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, we'll, we'll move on, but thank you guys for, for, uh, for, for letting me plug that because it is pretty cool content. It's one of the few good things. Yeah. That are out yes. there. Yeah. Good, good for Final Girl Friday. Yeah. Um, hey, so guys. I will say, though. Oh, go ahead. Hey, I was going to say, did, okay, did you watch anything this week? Did you watch a movie this week before we jump into it? What did I watch? I watched so much. I I, I really did. Um, no, but let me just say this, guys. I know this is a okay. movie podcast, but I, I like to go off my food tangents. Uh, okay. This Hell's Kitchen, Young Guns, is the worst Hell's Kitchen season ever. These little punks are so ungrateful, so bratty, and are they kids? Yeah, they're not kids. They're like early eighteen. They're like twenty, like oh. early, does, very does, early. Does 20. he call? Does he call them like donkey sweat? Because like if he's gonna be nice not. to them. I don't want. No, watch no, them. he's not nice to them. That's the thing. But they're they're. Oh, okay. They're, I'm sorry. They're fucking idiots. And there's one guy from San Antonio. I've been in TikTok. It, 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 I, there's one from San Antonio. Uh, I I don't remember his name, but he thinks he's hot shit. And you know what? He probably is a good cook. I just don't like his attitude, the way they portray him on the show. I'm not sure if that he's like that in real life. Um, representing from Torchies. Yeah. Representing oh, from Torchies. Right. Oh, oh God. Don't even get me started with Torchies. Uh, well, I think we did on, on the food show. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so um, 
yeah, I've been I, I, watching that. I, I know the the new Rick and Morty is kind of lackluster. Uh, I'm not really feeling. I mean, like it's good. It's good content, uh, but I'm not really enjoying the Rick and Morty the, this new season. I I think we're I think we're starting to see that train kind of uh, you know uh, come into the station. Uh, you know, it's a community. Yeah, you know it happens. You know, it it happens to a lot of shows. And it, 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 it is is it funny? Is it still? Do I still want to watch it? Yes, just because of the past four seasons that it's given to me and that has been great. Uh, but um, man, I'm trying to think of movies that I know I, I have to watch them. Well, at least I mean, you guys have to watch. I'm going to talk about this. Even it's not horror, but this is a movie podcast. So we can talk about whatever. Please, some of you guys are watching Loki. I'm not. Look, man, all of my friends, I was just talking about this in my uh, work huddle. Uh, all of my friends were dog- dogging on Loki from day one. What? And I, I enjoyed it from day one. Wow. I love the show. They're like, this is so stupid and blah, blah. And I, I liked it from the get go because I liked the performances. I liked the aesthetic. I love that like weird mid century take on futurism. I've always been a fan of that. Yes. Aesthetic stuff. But the last episode was so goddamn great. I, I made a Facebook post about it. I did see that. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I, I thought it was it was right on point, man. I just that uh, the theatrics were amazing on that, dude. Okay, to look number one, all the Easter eggs. We got Throg, which is when Thor was a frog in the water. Yes, and I was I, I loved it. That was like one of my favorite parts. Of that we had Thanos copter, which is an Easter egg. I can't believe we actually got in the MCU. It's so ridiculous. But dude, first off, Alligator Loki steals the show. Amazing. Bites off Loki's hand. Yeah, it's the like great, it's it. the funniest, cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But he's adorable. Oh, but I thought he was a guana. I thought he was a guana, honestly, for like two seconds or a Gila dragon, Gila monster. Really? Like if they add well when they did the quick like mid credit scene at the very last, at like the episode before on like episode four, before episode five. Um they just sort of showed him really quickly at the end and I didn't quite catch what type of lizard he was. So I thought he was like maybe a, a like a Gila monster or like dragon, like a you know, a alligator. So, yeah, an alligator. Um, I, I did watch. Okay, I'm sorry. I just rewatched a couple of mo- a few movies. Uh, it just kind of com- uh, just two. What was yeah? Uh, I watched the replacements. God, it's such a good movie. I love Gene Hackman yeah, and Keanu Reeves. Like that's like the most oddball Keanu Reeves movie that I can think of. Besides like that baseball one he did, uh, which is the the Inner City Youth. Uh, and that that was pretty cool. But the, the replacements is just one of the, you know, you know, honestly, guys, side quest. I had a really bad couple of weeks mentally, uh, so like comedies always help out. So yeah, it was like uh, it was uh, uh, do 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 the replacements. I saw uh, Talladega Nights and hey, Ricky Bobby, man, yeah, not man. first or last. Uh, re- exactly. Uh, really. Cool. I feel bad. Do you, do you guys know? Do you guys know a little the little brother in that movie passed away? No. Yes. How? Uh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, it was a little brother in that movie. He uh, he passed away. It was uh, one of them passed away. One of the kids passed away. Um, I don't I don't know how he was in an accident or something, but it was like a couple months ago. What? No. Um, uh, oh yeah yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. Intelligent in Talladega Nights, really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's sad. Uh, I want to say it was the. Let's yeah. See if I can. Yeah, it was Tumlin. Uh, Houston Tumlin. He was the the old the oldest son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, he was really Walker. He was, he was Walker. Yeah, you know. So he was, he was a Texas Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His brother was Texas Ranger. Yeah, uh, he was the one who he committed you know, suicide. About, uh, what the heck? 
Yeah, man. It was uh, it was really sad. I was really I was really sad to hear about that. Actually, uh, Will Will Ferrell actually uh, did a really great, uh, as well as like some of the people on the cast, like did a really great, uh, like uh, shout out to him and like you know it was it was very it was very sad. But yeah, uh, I love that. I sorry, man, to down on down on Ricky Bobby, but yeah, uh, just just encouraged me. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I Tank love that. mentions that he was down in the dumps, not feeling mentally healthy, and that comedies help him. And you bring up suicide. <laughs> Way to go, doctor. Thanks, doc. I didn't know he killed himself. All right, it's uh, just, you know, and yeah. Well. Yeah, not to mention I had to drop my uh, my counselor this week too. Uh, thanks, thanks, Doc. Uh, also saw Hot Rod. Uh, I, I think. Oh, it's well, like, I don't have anything bad to say about that. So well, like, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Uh, underrated. I, I think it's still very underrated. A lot of people don't appreciate that movie. Uh, it, it, it's like one of those. It, it's not indie. It's not an indie film, but it it gives the impression of one, and that's why I kind of dig it. Like I, I I really like that one. And then I saw. Yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned that. And I just saw an article on Facebook three days ago that says it's like a new like it's like reached this like cult, cult status, status. Yeah. like yeah yeah they did it's the draft house did like a, did a quote along like a while back where it's like I it was sold out like in seconds like I, I couldn't even get a ticket for it so yeah um, but it, it's a funny movie I like Hot Rod yeah and then the the last Bill Hader's y'all oh so dude good. Bill Hader, God, Bill Hader's just amazing in anything. Great in everything, exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't uh, But then, uh, then I, I, I followed up with Heat, uh, which is, God, not a comedy, but good. Not, not a comedy, but man. And then I saw that I saw the preview for the documentary for for Val. Dude, for Val I was Schiller. I was gonna talk about that, man. God, man, if if dude. any documentary is gonna, dude, I'm telling you, like I was so I was I was kind of just watching before we did this podcast. I was just catching up on some. Uh, movie previews that I saw like advertised throughout the week. And um, I was like, ah, I'll talk about this, like on the, on the podcast. That was one of them, dude. If, I'm telling you, man, if there was any movie documentary that is probably going to make me cry, it is going to be that documentary, uh, man, I, you know, feel so bad for him. Um, mm-hmm. But man, what a, what a great, his son, which I think is awesome as a narrator. So, yeah. Um, which I, I think is, I think is pretty amazing. Uh, that he's he's doing that for his dad so but just it's kind of very interesting like i think there's a theme like as of lately with documentaries about like celebrities like pulling out their vhs like tapes and putting them um like for nostalgia purposes and i and i honestly like admire this one i think a little bit more than the solely moon cry uh documentary that was done i gotta show you a find i'll be right hold on hold on okay holding i'm back should we not talk Speaking of, you gotta, pa- you gotta pause. No, no, we pause it. We'll just fill it with dead air. Speaking of, was it, was speaking it of VHSs, I found a great find today or the other day, and it was the original release of the VHS Gremlins. Shut up! Nice, not a horror movie, but I mean. <laughs> and or adjacent. God, look like the the gray tape it on top. Oh man, I saw that and it's like. And I was gonna sell it. This thing goes for like twenty bucks online, but I was like, "Why? Like, it's just twenty bucks, man!" Like, it, it, these. It, I just found that one, and I, go ahead. Here's what you do: you take that to one of those VHS swaps. You can probably trade that in for five other VHS tapes, sell those for all ten bucks a piece, make yourself fifty bucks. I, this is a. Good, I think I'm gonna keep this though. Like, I want to keep it. I, I did. I found that one, and like this uh, Ninja Turtles live, like where they do. Oh God, the the tour video. 
Oh man. Yeah, I sold that wow. one though, and that one sold literally in a day, and I sold that one for. I was gonna say, bucks. you know, it's funny. Wow. If you had told me about that, I might have bought that up. Yeah. You I know, mean, I promised Gabby I wasn't gonna buy any more VHS, but. <laughs> but you're like, but you're like, you know, like. I'm helping a more? friend. I'm helping a friend. Right. It's not really a real sale. It's hey, kind of like a, hey, it's like you, a friendship trade. You remember that? I'm gonna time? trade you this twenty bucks. <laughs> Exactly. You remember that time I said, hey, I wasn't going to talk too much. I've taken way too much of y'all's time, gentlemen. I'm going to pass it over to y'all to talk about what y'all have been watching. And, you know, today, like you said, today is just a free-for-all. Which is so much good stuff going on in the the movie world, man. And, you know, I got to start off by asking. We talked about Val, which is one of the things that I I wanted to see if you guys had watched a trailer for, which, again, uh, man, what a tearjerker documentary. so good old, you know, I mean, Val Kilmer's got some really great movies in, in his history. Um, two of my personal favorites, man, just uh, Nostalgic Days, Top Secret, yep. and Absolutely. Real Geniuses. No, that's right. Was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, uh, those, those are my two. Honest, and I, this is probably a hot take, and he's my favorite Batman. I mean, besides Michael Keaton, of course, right? He was a good Batman. But he's, I, I know, and no one looks like a blonde Bruce Wayne. I'm like, dude, doesn't matter. Like, he killed it. Like, for me, he killed it. And I guess I saw it when I was a kid. I got the glasses from McDonald's. I still have them, you know. And it is just one of the, I think that was like the first coherent Batman movie I could watch and I remembered from it. Because, I mean, I remember watching the original one, Batman Returns or whatever, um, and like thinking whatever. But I remember watching that first one in theaters. Uh, with my cousins and I, I don't know I may, maybe it's just nostalgia that that that, that gives them that bias but I, I I enjoyed that one and uh, of course I mean heat I mean heat's one heat's one of my favorite movies um and he just fucking wrecks it man he's so, such a good actor did you guys see first off uh, I also saw it in the, the theaters as Me the too. Tank says uh, uh, you know I, I I have a weird relationship with him with Val Kilmer because um, I'm not going to go into the full story, but I know somebody who worked on a set with Val Kilmer and didn't have the nicest things to say about him. Um, and apparently, uh, I don't know if you saw the Richard Stanley documentary. Um, I forget this, the actual title, but it's about the making of making of the Isle of Dr. Moreau with Val Kilmer and yeah. uh, um, uh Martin Brand- Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando, and apparently both of them were sort of pains in the asses on set. Apparently, there was a time when Val was kind of up his own ass. I've heard that it wasn't a long period, and that he. I, th- I think of- he. Ta- I think he talks about that in his video too, where he's like, "I didn't always behave the best or like make the best decisions." And I think he's like maybe. And look, man. Now, people can change and stuff, so it's fine. But I mean, he I, he is all he was always very. Uh, you know, very enigmatic kind of presence on screen, very unique, very original. And I mean, as an actor, I always, I always found him uh, at the very least, like interesting. Um, You know, it, he sort of disappeared for a while. He didn't much like Marlon Brando. He, he used to be this very handsome look, great looking kid to being not the best looking um, middle-aged man, but a lot of that had to do with his health. Yeah. You know, as stuff, but um, but he was so good in the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's where I was really like, man, it's like he's just so good, like you know, yes. ups he's, and downs. He's got, some, he's, he's got some good chops, man. He's, he's a good actor. Yeah, like regardless he's of like, he's a lot of talent. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, I mean, um, you know, he was uh, not that long ago was in uh, in a movie with um, Michael Fassbender 
Uh, it was, I don't want to say it was like the Iceman snowman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Yes. And he played the cop in that. And uh, I mean, he's a good actor. Like I, I like him even in his, in his like more recent stuff. Um, it's really good. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he's on the road to recovery. Hopefully we'll see him in some, you know, additional movies. Uh, the guy I'm, I'm really excited that I hear is like making a comeback is Brendan Fraser. I love it. Some Brendan Fraser on this uh, show. And uh, he was just a, just a movie. I think it was called trust or something along that lines. And uh, apparently did a, just a bang up job, like did an amazing job, but he's amazing on doom patrol, man. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad he is getting a second wind in his career. Cause I think he's just been shit on at Hollywood for so long. That, well, yeah. A shit on story like like Jimothy, uh, there was one time when he randomly came on SNL at the end of the show, and he wasn't the guest of the show, and he started ye- yelling out, Bedazzled! Go watch Bedazzled! Like, he was, like, like just shitting on this guy. Like, I forgot who it was. Um, and I don't know. I, I think he got a, kind of a, a bad rap. Not because of just that. I think there was there was other reports, too, that he was kind of a shitty person. Um but I mean, see, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. I'll have to look that. I know there's, there's a YouTube thing about what happened to him and stuff, and I think some of it had to do with like money, something to do with like his manager and his money. I could be completely wrong on that, but that's yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he got, he got in like he broke his back, like on the mummy. And that's it. Yeah, that, like, that's yeah. yeah I, again, I, it's unfortunate, but you, I mean, Brendan Fraser in in George of the Jungle was. I mean, dude, he was such a good-looking dude. And yeah. Encino like, Man. I mean, I love Encino Man. Encino Man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love Encino Man. Airheads. Really my- Airheads. Yeah. I watch yep. it like at least like once every few months. I know. I forget. Like, on, aside from Adam Sandler, because that's so weird to see Adam Sandler in a non like Adam Sandlerish movie, uh, but he'd still be in Adam Sandler at the same time. But Brendan Fraser and uh, Steve Buscemi. Like, I yeah. forgot they were Brendan Fraser and Steve Buscemi. You know, when I'm watching that movie, that's how good that movie oh, is. Michael Richards. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and <laughs> you know, uh, Chris Farley. So that movie, which is awesome, uh, and an early is that, role. Is that an SNL David, movie? David Arquette. I don't. Think, I don't know if it is or not, but yeah. it's definitely a classic, man. I I, I love watching. I love so, watching movie. The The Lone Rangers. First off, the, the movie is the greatest. Plural. The greatest bit of dialogue in film history, which is is uh, who'd win a fight? Let me or God. Trick question, Lemmy is God. Yeah, that's the greatest line. In, in, in <laughs> Lemmy Kilmaster was well. I, 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 I love also the Adam Sandler dialogue where he's talking to like the talking to the woman. He's like, "You ever just go into a store and people like start looking at you weird, like you're gonna pull a gun on them, and like you're like, hey, 'Hey, I'm just here to buy some gum.'" She's like, "No, does that happen to you a lot?" Like, no, no, I was just asking. <laughs> no, just asking. Yeah. Uh, he plays I'm, the kind of like, like yeah. I, I did. Uh, but, Oh, I know, right? He's trying to be like so cool with the brothers. <laughs> uh, real quick, too. Uh, I also did pick up the mummy. Uh, oh, nice. I had the collection, ultimate edition. So, uh, that uh, was kinda full, cool. okay, we're talking about full disclosure. Not a fan of the mummy movies. Really? Okay. Now, and Rachel, I like Rachel Weisz. I love Brendan Fraser. I just think they're those movies are. I I kind of tedious. I, I, I don't, don't know, and I, I don't. I know I'm alone. I give, People I give, love those movies. I understand people hating the Scorpion King, like hands down. Uh, I I like the first two. I did not like the, the yeah. third one because I didn't like the fact that they recast Rachel Wise's character. And I like I love Maria Bello and think she's a was great it, actress. Was like, the third one the one with Jet Li? Uh, yes, yeah. The third one's with Jet Li. His son's older now. 
Like it's like in the future, but she's totally. I, really I've tried watching the. I've never seen the second one. I've tried watching the first one multiple times, and I get about halfway through, and I just I lose interest. I think it has. It's the just second one. Is like ha- the second one has a scorpion can't get it. That's the super bad CGI rock. Yes. What's, uh, that, and what's that, that, that? What's that guy's name? Odid Fair. Odid Fair. Yeah. Odid. Yeah. yeah, amazing guy. Yeah. I love that dude. Yeah. But uh, I want to ask if you guys had seen the uh, the uh, you can get your thoughts on the Don't Breathe two trailer. I haven't seen it yet. I so oh, dude. So the trailer came out. The the tra- I kept clicking on the link for the trailer, and it would just go to the art this article, and I couldn't. I was like, I was just like, I'll watch it later, and then I just it's, forgot about it until you said something. But so it, it's this, it's this weird dynamic. Uh, so one, I think it looks awesome. Um, you know, it's very interesting, like kind of the the plot summary because you watch that movie, like the very first one, and he is. I don't know if he's a bad guy in the sense of like defending his home, but he's definitely the bad guy for like what he did to that girl uh, in the basement. That is just, uh, that is just so wrong at so many levels. And then, so in this one to see him like basically, and I don't want to give too much away for the trailer, but like, you know, he's watching over this young girl um, and like kind of taking care of her and training her and like kind of making sure she could look out for herself and, and whatnot and uh you know so he's becomes this like super this anti-hero people are like hey, he's it's kind of funny the director was like he's not an anti-hero he's like just an anti-villain i'm like he's not a hero though <laughs> like <laughs> exactly but it was like you know kind of one of those things like he's not good but he's just not the worst guy in the room kind of situ- situation and i'm like okay it's, it's kind of an interesting concept it's like it's like if hannibal lecter and like another cannibal faced off like who you know would you be rooting for one over the other and like who's the hero in that situation like is it even really a hero maybe it's a kid um but really really interesting take on that um i, I definitely am excited to kind of check it out but i really don't know what to think of cc but lane's awesome so I, I i'll watch it just solely exactly. for him I, he's a great actor um, and he, he just plays kind of this old grizzled man. Should have been, should have been Cable. That's what I'll say. He yeah, he should, he should have. Yeah, he should have. He should have been Cable. He would have done a great job uh, as Cable. Um, but eh, what can you? What Not can that you do Josh Brown was bad, but he's, no, he was good. Um, I, I definitely could see Stephen Lang as Cable. Though. He was even great. He was well, my only part I like about Avatar. So um, same. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. You, if you get a chance uh, to watch it, uh, definitely. Definitely check it out. Um, there, wait, there's wait, more interesting. One, one second. Yeah, I want to ask you a serious question, there, Jimothy. Yeah. I mean, because Cable's my favorite character. Do you? And I, we've probably talked about this, but do you think Ron Perlman could have done a good Cable? Yeah, because Ron Perlman's a great actress, and he he has the busted up kind of mug that, and he's a big dude. Yeah. In, in the comics, Cable's drawn like he's six five, six six, and yeah. like two seventy. Like he looks like a big boy, not like juggernaut big but he looks like a big boy but you know josh brolin's like five nine five ten at best um i just i just pictured ron I Perl- ron per ron perlman and terry cruz's bishop in like this bad badass like duo x force i would movie. say i mean i love ron perlman and i think again especially younger when ron perlman was in really good shape i think it could have worked yeah um anyway I, yeah, I mean, he, he's so cool like i mean the thing he, is, he just got he just lost a bunch of weight i don't know if you guys see pictures of him online but he looks great Ron Perlman, mm. but I, he, I guess had he gained weight. I don't know. He always seemed to seem like a kind of a burly dude. Yeah, he was kind I mean, of burly, thing, dude, but yeah, he trimmed down quite a bit. I was so like, oh, I look at that. It's just, I mean, every time I see pictures of uh, 
of um why am I blanking on his name? He's J. John Jameson. Uh oh uh why am I playing his name? He's uh, JK yes. Simmons. JK Simmons. Every time I seen buff JK Simmons, it's Jeez, so weird. Yeah. I'm like, I don't <laughs> Apparently that movie was trash. trash. I, I will not see it just because I, I don't have any plans to see it because the premise on it is so goddamn dumb. Which one? The the um Chris uh, Pratt Aliens. Oh, I right. watched that movie. Did you like it? It's all right. I mean, That's exactly. it's, it's it's exactly. Uh, I will say, and if you don't mind me, like if I you might give me, I can give spoilers if you don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you skip. have Amazon Prime, skip ahead. Like give a minute. Skip a minute or two. It's exactly what you expect it to be. He goes to the future. He fights this war. He runs into a woman. That woman is surprisingly his daughter. <gasps> I never saw it coming. Why else would she ask for him by name? Um, the he has to get back. Uh, he finds out that he, you know, you know, basically like comes back from the war and is like a broken man and leaves his family, which he swore he'd never do. J.K. Simmons is his dad, which is the awesomest part of that movie because he's a badass. Um, and he, he's basically like a, a grumpy mercenary version of uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, but yeah, I mean, he comes back, he realizes that like the war broke him, like the war broke his father and he'd abandoned his family and then he eventually died in an accident, his daughter, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, they don't end up fixing the future, so they have to find the aliens in real time, like in the present day. And they use a kid from his class who knows all about volcanoes <laughs> to understand where they can find the aliens. So I, it is it is an interesting concept. I guess they're going to do a sequel to it, or that they want. It, yeah, they're pressing yeah. to do them. I'll say it was like two plus hours long. Like no. I don't, I, you know, like give me an hour and a half. Beautiful, like beautiful. Um, it seems like but, this weird, thinly veiled, like pro militia group separatist. Like it just—it was, it was very it. much like it was very much like a. I couldn't tell, man, if it was like pro draft or like not pro draft because like it was all about veteran fatigue and PTSD coming back from the alien war. You know, they could only build these bridges between these two time zones, like because somebody's like, why don't you just go in the past and like stop the aliens before they ever get to like where they're going like go back that far you know and that's the one thing i didn't get about the movie you're 30 years in the future you know these aliens are gonna show up and where they're gonna show up at some point in time why not just nuke the fucking hell out of where they're gonna be and end go. it all right that's what i'm saying so that's i can't get yeah. that so i yeah that's there was definitely some big possible i don't know what they're gonna do for a sequel but the fact that I didn't have to pay for it and I watched it on Amazon Prime was probably the only reason. It was on Amazon Prime for free? Yeah, it was on Amazon Prime for free. It's an Amazon was Prime it? original. Yep. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's free on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it, man. Shit, like, it was just on Amazon Prime. I didn't see it ever. It's, is it called The Tomorrow Wars? No, Tomorrow that's Wars. End. Yeah. No, it's Tomorrow oh. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds too much like yeah. the, the uh, end, of of end, end of Tomorrow. The Tom Cruise Whatever, one, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. The, the, yeah. Based off of uh, an, a man, a manga with the greatest title of uh, "All I Learned," "All I Learned to," all I forget. It's got some. The anime title is way different. It's got "Kill" in the title, and I remember being like, "What? That's the title of the, the manga." 
Anyways, um, real quick, because I do want to talk, yeah. talk about some things I watched, because I know you also probably watched them. Yes, okay, like, let's let's get into it, because I feel I was just about to ask you what you watched. So, Well, well so first off, I watched Vicious Fun. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. <laughs> well, so, okay, so I watched Vicious Fun and some other things that are popular on Netflix, and it's, I, I'm happy to say I actually liked some new things, like, a lot. Like, I really enjoyed it. I actually really liked Vicious Fun. I... In a lot of ways, it was really cliche, like really cliche. Yeah. But I liked, by the end of the film, I was like, okay, I I liked it all the way through, but something about the ending specifically, and I think the physical transformation of the main character, yeah. when you see him in the future, I'm like, I believe that. I actually yeah. really believe that. And it, I yeah, think- Yeah, he, he was cool. Huh? I, I'm, glad think, they ended, I'm glad they ended it in the direction that they ended it, because yes, I thought too. for sure, I don't know if you thought this, but like, I thought for sure, that they were going to be in the hospital scene. He was going to save the girl, but he was going to fall in love with his roommate, and they were going to finally like make out. But they didn't. No, he and that's left. exactly. Left there, and I loved it. Yeah, like, and I mean, take a take a hike. <laughs> what do you think about it though, Derek? No, I really liked it. Here's here's the one thing that I I would have loved to have seen in it that I didn't feel like I got enough of. I would have loved to have seen some more of the backstory of the killers. Like I would have yeah. loved to see like them like they describe like who they are, but I would have loved to see some like visual scenes of them in their element, like doing like what what they do. Um, so I was like, you know, there's some good actors, right? Like they're oh I think yeah, I mean, like killers, yeah. Um, you know, so I thought it was cool, but I just thought like it was like you're giving me more of an explanation of who they are versus like an actual like representation of who they are. Obviously, one was like a Jason Voorhees kind of like. Yeah. Camp Zero Crime, like, I would have loved to have seen that guy in action. Like, so I hope they do, like, another Vicious Fun. Like, obviously, maybe, like, a backstory on those guys or something, you know? Let me talk, okay, real quick, because you brought up a good point I want to address. Uh, first off, I did like the cast. and It's a bunch of, like, like that guy's played by Robert Millay, who was former pro wrestler Kurgan, and, you know, he's been a, become a character actor, but usually his silent roles are very, like, small. I mean, he's been in a ton of things, from, like, low-budget oh, yeah. horror shit to you know, background character in bigger budget movies because he's legitimately seven feet tall and uh, you know, big, weird looking dude. But I actually kind of liked him. And I thought it was nice to see him actually act more and actually have more dialogue. Um, Julian Richings, who's one of oh, the weirdest yeah. looking dudes in Hollywood. Um, I loved it. He's such a great character actor. He's very underappreciated. He's always, he's been in some things recently that I really liked him in, but I thought, you know, his whole like clown, like he's like a, you know, very like meticulous killer who just happens to dress like yeah. a clown. I thought it was like both kind of eye rolly because of the combat. I think I that's what they're kind of. I think that's what they're going for. Is like yes, it's sort of cliche because they yeah. were all sort of cliche. Um, David Keckner, who's amazing, who's yeah, not in the movie a lot, but you know, sort of steals the scene when exactly. he's in it. And I like yeah. what they were saying about his character. But that uh, Ari Millen, who plays like the Bob. main villain. Yeah, I thought he was a different actor when he was in it because he looked like this other guy that's in all the the um, I forget the production Astro something the guys that do like Father's Day and stuff. I thought he was one of that that cast, but he apparently he's not. He was really good, and by the time they were in the police station, I was like, this guy's got a really I I really like this guy. I think he's yeah. got a pretty good future. Um, and at that point, when they go to the cops, the cop stations, when it actually legitimately gets really funny, the cops are sort of all like super over the top, but it really, it's really funny. Um, 
But I was, was like, he, he reminded me a lot. It was like a combination of, you know, he reminded me of his. He reminded me of the blonde kid from the Purge movie, the very first Purge movie, and uh, that and Patrick and uh, yes. Patrick Bateman for American Psycho. That's like it was like if you match those two together, that's that's what you got for like kind of a character. And he did a great job at it, man. He was a uh, he was definitely very sociopathic. So yeah, yeah like kind of eighties, like he almost like. Um, almost like a James Spader type of like yeah. high school, like uh, just a like a yuppie. Preppy, 80s yeah, yuppie. he's a preppy douche. He was a preppy yeah, douche, preppy douche. But it was yeah. like, but, but really fun and stuff. Like when he goes like, when he's like got the fake. Anyways, he's so good in that in that scene. But yeah, I liked the whole cast. I liked uh, Amber Goldfarb. I liked the kid Evan Marsh, who's like the hero in it. Like, yeah, I, I liked the I fact he's cool. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I thought he was a, a cool. At first, I wasn't sure. Like honestly, like Same. in the first like ten minutes of the movie, I'm like. Uh, this kid's uh, all right. I'm gonna say this is gonna be really in me. I don't mean to be for it to be mean. He was kind of goofy looking. Yeah, and I'm like this kid's this kid's a doof. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to buy this kid as like a main character, but his doofiness is like what really got him into the yeah. situation. So I was like, okay, I could totally see this happening. Like, I could, he's that type of guy. But I love to your point. I love the character progression. Like by the yes. end of the movie, I was like, this is a movie that I could continue to follow. And it, you know what it reminded me of a lot? Like it reminded me a little bit like a hack and slash, um, yeah. except, except it doesn't have Vlad, like the, the big guy. But I was like, she is, she is basically like a Casey hack. And uh, like, so I love that about it. And she, he's like the kind of the sidekick. And just the end scene was hilarious. Where the guys, I like, love the end scene. On the so off season, like you're in the makeup popcorn in the off season. Like I'm stocking. I'm gonna use a bathroom. <laughs> like <laughs> you know. And, uh, and so I, I just thought it was awesome. I will say this. So I, I agree with you exactly. At the first, I was like, I don't know about this dude, but he really kind of won me over. And I liked how the yeah. film addressed certain almost like cliches about those type of characters as sort of like toxic. You know, you know, he's like, he's like, you don't think it's creepy that you like stalked this dude? And you were gonna like tell your root like you expected her to fall in love with you just because the dude that you like all of yeah. that sort of like bullshit things that nerdy male protagonists always fall into and, call, and called him out on it no less exactly right? that's saying called all his bullshit and stuff and he and you and the character sort of like god damn you're right and there's a lot of that cool moments um uh you know I will say the costuming at the end it's you know it's, it's a it's a period piece because it takes place in the 80s I, I like the I mean. I like the fact he was basically working for Fangoria, even though it had the dumbest, like, I mean, I just didn't buy that title for the magazine, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, his costuming at the end, like the character change when he looks a little different, but the costuming change at the end was so, I give the costuming prop, the costuming team on that film mad props because they, I can, I know the specific references that they were sort of pulling to make that look for him, which is very specific, but honestly, very, a lot of people really fuck up the eighties when they try to make a period piece and like what people are wearing and stuff and what like a specific types of characters they, what I'm trying to say is his, his look at the end was actually really well done and suited that character yeah. progression really well. The only he, problem he almost, I have, it, it, it was like the start, he was kind of like a Marty McFly. That's what he reminded yeah. me of. We were a lot of Marty McFly. And at the end, the it was entirely different. Yeah. Or even a bit of Marty McFly because of the layered, like, denim jacket and vest yeah. thing i think was it. yeah but um he's also he also kind of looked like um uh i'm blanking on the actor's name but from fright night um uh oh uh, william ragsdale thank you williams ragsdale thank you so here's my one problem with the movie before we get in the net for and my last thing i'll say about the movie is so the character of hideo who is the 
the the Japanese dude who yeah. At first, they make totally set him up that he's like a yakuza. Like, oh, I, he sat in the vent. Like, that he's like some yakuza assassin, and then it turns out he's like a sushi chef. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? It doesn't make any, none of that ties in together. None of that makes any sense. I, I thought that character was kind of really poor. like cannibal, cannibal sushi chef. Yeah, and it just didn't make sense. Like all the way that they said, I'm like, it doesn't. You're mixing. Yeah, you're he, mixing was, he was. Probably, he was honestly probably my least favorite character. Yeah, of, it was really unfleshed out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they actually like. I wish they had kept uh, David Kirscher's character around a little bit longer, because uh, yeah. I would have loved to have seen what his character was about. You know, but they probably couldn't afford him. He was like, "I'll give you, you know, probably I'll give you two grand for." Dude, it's, it's in Piranha Three. I know, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's but still, at least he plays that guy. Though. If he plays that guy, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, and I like know. the fact that yeah, his whole character is like he's he's basically like a wet works guy. He works for like the CIA or the government, and he just he just goes, you know goes to third world countries and overthrows like their leaders and kill. I thought that was a really interesting take on the whole yeah. idea of like a serial killer because like yeah yeah it was really interesting pay, pay for hire I really right? liked it um the other thing I want to talk about first off I did see uh I did see uh Bill and Ted face the music finally and what I will say is uh yeah I mean it was cute there were some good moments of it the best thing about it is um Dennis uh Hands down, the best thing about the movie, uh, um, which is so funny because, like, when you when you take it like the actor that plays him, I know. Um, I thought for sure that he was going to be Death's son. Yeah, because the actor looks Same. like he could have played William Sadler's son. I would have loved to have seen him make that Death's son, like or Death's like protege, something. But I, I do like it. You know, I do like the fact that he's, you know, Dennis. He's this weird robot from the robot. It's, he really stole the movie, but it still had a lot of heart. It was not the greatest movie, but it, I, I like I, the worst progressions of Bill and Ted like over, yeah. over time. Like those are my favorite. Like I'm sorry, like prison Bill and Ted were great. Like when they try to break into when they pretend to be famous rock stars Successful, by hanging out at Dave, and they're in Dave, Dave Grohl's, Grohl's house, house yeah. and then he shows up. Like it's just just hilarious. Like uh, they put the buckets the, on their head and dive out the window. I mean, it, it's funny. That I was telling my wife that the movie doesn't even make sense anymore because it. The time of Bill and Ted, rock and roll was still a viable thing to be. Like a rock star was still possible, but that's not even a thing anymore. Like there are no. I mean, you know, what I'm saying like it's like you'd be a trap rap music star, maybe. It was just. I mean, they did include Lupe Fiasco. Was it Lupe Fiasco? Yeah, I think so. Either way, um, but so the one thing I, the thing I really want to talk about because it's the most currently relevant is uh, Fear Street. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, damn it. Really? Dude, I, I would have thought for sure you would have seen them. I literally had it on my list to watch this weekend. It was in my Netflix queue, and I just did not get around to it. But you can talk about it. Okay, I, I will. Without spoilers, let me talk about okay. it. Because I genuinely really like it. I, I specifically like the 1994 um, episode. Um, because it's the episode that sort of sets it all up and is actually like far more interesting as far as like what they do with it. Like I, so 1978, which just came out this past this week or this past weekend um, is good, but it's definitely more of a, oh it's more of a direct homage to specific films or that like, or it's more of a, just a tradition. It's almost just like a 70s slasher with these weird supernatural elements sort of thrown in that I won't get into. Um, 
and the cast was was good. It was good. It was, I have nothing. I, honestly, I'm very impressed. I didn't grow up with. Uh, I've talked about this before. I didn't start reading R.L. Stein books and mainly Goosebumps. I didn't even know Fear Street was honestly even a thing, honestly. But I only started reading Goosebumps five or six years ago as already a grown man because I was like, oh, let me get into this and read some of these stories. They're but, fun though. But yeah, I mean the material. And but it's real. The first one is actually really interesting. Now, it followed. There's a few tropes which are sort of eye rolly. And some characters that maybe not as likable as I think the creative team thought they were going to be. But that's only in specific instances and, and in ways I'm not going to bring up in this because they're sort of spoiler related. But all in all, honestly, I'm actually really stoked on it. And I'm actually really stoked on 1666, uh, the next episode, because it sort of goes into like the origins of what's happening. Um, it's this weird whole like interesting take on both slasher cliches and or slasher mythology and um but also like this whole like there's a supernatural element and this whole like good side of the town versus bad side of the town thing that just i don't know which i'm sure is in the books but no that's really interesting and i I mean i don't i specifically stayed away from like looking up the books and looking up like you know how faithful because i kind of don't want to know they're not well and that's what my assumption is they sort of took because i'm sure the books themselves were all my assumption is I could be way wrong. I, I thought I, I my assumption. So I, I collect Fear Street and and Goosebumps books, and I picked this one up too. It's so weird they we brought up everything that we've <laughs> that that picked up. <laughs> That's um, so weird. But yeah, so I, I've actually because I have a, a a friend of mine that also helped like collects Fear Street, and when she watched it, she goes, "None of them I match up to the books." And but they said it was like it's a good thing. It really is a good thing. Like it, <laughs> it's it's Fear Street, the TV series. And I mean, I'm sure they're pulling inspiration from the books. Absolutely, but the thing is, yeah. what I mean, what kind of impressed about is that they're kind of telling like a cohesive, big, like like a, they're encompassing all these different time periods and stuff while still keeping like a major plot line. And mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like as somebody who, what, well, as I said, what I really find interesting is they're starting forward backwards. Like which usually like if you think about like kind of the progression of things, like usually in like I think the most like modern tales, right? You would see the past, like the middle the future, like our present day, because you got to tell that story. I think it's kind of cool. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but that's one thing that and it, caught my And eye it makes like, a lot, when you're in the context of the show, it makes a lot of sense why they're doing it that way. Too. How, how, long, are, really how long is each, uh, like, like portion? I want to say almost a full hour, 45 minutes to an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's not bad. I thought they were each, like, feature length, so that's that's not bad at all. I'll definitely have to. I'll definitely have to watch. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Mm-hmm. I've been really trying to not read any spoilers at all on it, so uh, I, w- I would definitely watch it. And we should really dig into the to the episode. Uh, once the next one come out, Friday. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Yes, I believe so. All right. So our next episode, we'll, we'll, we should dig into. We should dig into those three because uh, I would love to. I'll watch them uh, before that, so we can kind of jump into it. One second. Sounds good. I'll I'll talk about the next one I want to talk about. I'll cue it up. Is uh I watched the uh the other day the Shutter movie uh the uh old uh it was, I it's said the, 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 the old the, movie the, Pledge Night. Old, from the eighties, yeah. From yeah, from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it before. What'd you think? <laughs> it was bad. It was batshit crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what. To, I don't know what to think of it. Uh, 
so I'll set I'll set the story while well, well, Jimmy D's uh, gathering his thoughts here, but it takes place in a fraternity that is uh, going through this hazing hazing ritual, and um, every year they kind of they, they have these pledges, and uh, the fraternity, along with hazing them, always sets it up or plays a trick where one of the fraternity people acts crazy, like, and that's like kind of how they scare them, you know, throughout the way. And so you think like through most of this movie that this person that's acting crazy is just fucking crazy. Like he's, you know, he pretends to stab somebody, but then he legitimately like starts killing people, which at first I was like, okay, like there's a scene where a hand comes out of the toilet. And I was like, how could that be one guy? But I was like, you never know. Like I've seen crazier things happen in movies, but then you find out that he's possessed by the spirit of a pledge that died 20 years prior and this guy like got burned by acid and he's like an acid man <laughs> and so he like if he touches you with his acid hands like he, you get burned by acid but at the same lines too he's like i guess is he like the father of like one of the pledges or like it's insinuated that maybe he's like he's yeah i believe he's so. the father I think... of, of the pledge and he's like i only came back to protect you and then he disappears <laughs> and then you're like oh Oh, heartwarming you killed all my fraternity brothers just to protect me from having to eat a cherry that was in somebody's butthole this is amazing <laughs> thank thank you dad and then and then it ends up and then he comes back like it's like you know what this was too much fun like let's 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 just do it one more round uh for for pledge night so this guy is is having sex with his girlfriend and then he, he shows up again so um yeah i didn't i didn't really know what to think but uh i guess i didn't realize about her brad is was that brad dorf I don't think so. I don't think Brad Dwarf's in it. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Uh, just to see. You know what the movie is most famous for, though, right? No. If you are a metalhead, you, you should know this. Uh, it is the, the uh, young Joey is played by... Or the, uh, what is his name? Rex? One of the characters is played by a young Joey Belladonna from the lead singer of Anthrax. All right, they... Was it the? I wonder if it was. Uh, Anthrax okay, sucks, though. See. Just throwing it out there. Anthrax sucks. I'm sorry. Let's see who it was. Dude, who was? We will start fighting right now. Some Anthrax sucks. Yes, some oh, Anthrax. Sucks. He played. Yeah, he played. He played the young Sid. Yeah, played exactly. Young, young Sid. All right, I can see that. Now I'm looking at. It, I'm like, he fucking looks like Sid today. So that's <laughs> that makes that makes a lot of sense, but. Okay, maybe that's what's reference. I don't know. I thought I read an article on it somewhere, but maybe I maybe I misread it. I'll, it say, I'll, I'll say this though, Jimothy. Scott Ian's a really good guitarist. It's, I'll say I'll leave it at that. He's got a good, he's got a good goatee. I've always uh, first off, know. Scott Ian is a massive uh, comic book fan and horror movie fan. Uh, so I wasn't talking shit. I was just saying <laughs> that he's a is a, a good guitar player. Really good. I know you have a smirk on your face, though. That the, I wasn't. The I was. Can. I wasn't being sarcastic at all. Like he's a really good guitarist. I, I, and I, I will say, I like Joey Belladonna. Is a. I think he's a. He's my preferred singer too. So that's why I. I anyways, let's. This isn't an Anthrax podcast, but yeah, the thing is that I. I. It came out on Blu-ray. I think. Um, Vinegar Syndrome, or I think it was Vinegar Syndrome, put it out last year, and I, I bought the Blu-ray, and I hadn't seen it. And I mean, I still remember the VHS cover. But I don't. I never saw it. But yeah, it's weirdly like. First off, it's like, I think it's 1990s, but I think it was filmed earlier and just released later. Yeah, I think I think you said like 19, 1989 was like the uh, when it was actually filmed. 
Yeah, I think so. Let me take a look. But yeah, I mean, it uh, yeah, feels like an early, even though it's late eighties, early nineties, it feels like a very early eighties slasher movie. It definitely does. This and stuff, but yeah, it's it's dumb fun, but it's cool. But yeah, acid. Yeah, acid Sid. I I don't know, man. I thought it was definitely weird enough to keep my attention versus like typical slasher. And I will say, like, it did have me going because I really thought it was going to be this like prototypical slasher punch movie, like where somebody is really secretly crazy and they just pick the yeah. wrong guy, yeah. which they could have absolutely done and they could have ridden that through right to the end, but they didn't do that. So nope. Um, acid ghost. Acid, acid acid ghost of Sid, the father of the pledge, who just wants to help his son not get acid in his face. It's like I always appreciate a, a father's love, as they, as they say. Um, but I know, I know we're com- coming close on time. Um, but man, I, I love our free range podcast, man. There's so much great things in, in a horror world to uh, to talk about. Um, probably could go on all, all day about. Wait, so let me get clarification on on our own podcast. Is it just a horror podcast now, or what? What's going on here? Look, we talked about other movies. We talked about Loki. We talked wait, about no, TikTok. You literally, about- no, but you literally said, you said, uh, you know, the, the things we, I like our freeform horror podcast. I was like, wait, what? what? Look, well, look we go horror talk or whatever. But look. Yeah, just our free range, like, yeah, it was our horror talk. Thing. There's just so much about movies to unpack. We know? love all, we love cinema, but yeah. Derek and I's go-to, I think, I, I'm speaking for Derek, but I think. Yeah, I love where my brain goes. I love all know? cinema, but. At the heart of me, like I like horror movies. I think horror movies are the most fun to talk about. Um, you know, I love all kinds. I mean, you know, like I have a Criterion collection. You know, uh, uh, subscription. I pay that hundred dollars a year to watch Criterion films. I'm a man of culture and taste in cinema, but I also love talking about Pledge Night and Acid Sid. So, hey, uh, look, like yeah, I, you know, there's, there's just a lot. There's a lot of time back. I will. I will say uh, quick. I'll, I'll tell you a, fa- a proud father moment, and Jimmy, as a dad, you can, you can appreciate this as your as your son gets older. But my son came downstairs the other night, and he, he said, uh, "He said, Dad, I watched two new movies the other night." And I said, "What'd you watch?" And he goes, "I watched Donnie Darko." I was like, "It's my boy." So he got a little culture, a little indie film, and he said, "And I watched In the Mouth of Badness," and I was like, "Hot damn, that's my boy!" <laughs> Hell um, yeah! So I was like, "Wow, what a good, what a good pick, what a, what a good, uh, you know." Um, so, anyways, I just I, I, I just shot a very proud dad moment the other night. I was like teaching him, teaching him well into the world of uh, the movies. So, all right, like it. I, there's some hope for the next generation. I hope. All right, then. Well, I just want to clarify. Wait, wait, um, what, what? At some point, uh, I you know you haven't asked me, which is considered to be very rude. But uh, at some point, I, I you and I can film an episode of uh, anime because. The amount of anime I've watched in the last two weeks—I didn't want to bring that up. Blow your mind. I—I I, I was, I wasn't going to bring that up, but I, I've been watching so much anime too. That's probably like, primarily. How about we? Hey, look. How about the next podcast? I'll host it. I'll be the host. All right. And you guys be the subject matter experts, and I'll just try to great... some random anime anime stuff. I'll ask you guys some anime. You heard questions. here, folks. I got a promotion on my podcast. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna right. be a, a star of the show. In it. That's right. Hush, hush, I'm the host. Hello, boys and girls. This is your uh, anime podcast. Movie Mystery Anime Edition. To add a level to this, I think we should make Derek watch, like, we'll talk about more than just one, but I think we'll make Derek watch one anime. Okay. So he likes the way that, you know, we've had. Maybe we could, maybe we can, we can in the next episode talk about Ragnarok because I did watch that. So. 
Oh, good. There we go. Oh, there you go. So I, I will, uh, I will happily talk about that if we want to talk about that. And you guys talk about whatever other anime you want to talk about. And I will just, I will just host it with the mostest. Did you? It's uh, a plan. Did I you? Like it. Did okay. you like Aphrodite's boobs? Very much so. And her boob holsters. Wait. Look, look. <laughs> that's that's the one thing I will say. Anime uh, it does fairly well in most capacities. Is they are very lovely with the figures i i Uh, I just don't get it though like like i had a conversation on my anime podcast about like the sexualization of of women like not to get all like you know left like 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 all left on anybody but it's just like like how come i mean like not that i want not that i want to see it but like like there's no dudes like like hanging dong or anything (laughs) you know what i mean like hanging a little bottom nut you know (laughs) like it's just always. Well, Jody's, Jody's making a comic book. Ask him to draw a character that's hanging, hanging big doll. <laughs> Is Jared Look, Leto? Man, I am not. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, even my female characters, I'm, I'm trying to illustrate as being uh, less uh, sexualized, obscene. I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying. You know, because you know, whatever. Trying, but, uh, but I also always feel like. I give exceedingly bulging, uh, Wieners. bulging bulges some except to my male characters, like especially if they're wearing spandex. I try to, I try to appreciate that you know there are as much as I like to draw, you know, uh, Amazonian women uh, or whatever. Uh, you know, maybe I'll uh, throw the bone to people of different persuasions and, and Am- give it- Amazonian men. You're throwing yeah, a bone er to different exactly. Nice. Yeah, that's what right. I, I try to, I'm a giver. I try to give. But, uh, that's awesome. Well, you know, uh, that that's great, and I, I, I'm excited about next week. Now that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, I, I'll just throw out, man. Like, if, even if you want to watch the original Dragon Ball, which is great. If you want my Funimation credentials, I may or may not give them to you. Wink, wink, nod, nod. If you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, yeah. And, Look, Derek doesn't have. 150 hours between now and our next podcast to watch anime, bro. I, I will watch. Uh, I will watch a. I will watch a Dragon Ball episode, though. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Eh, well, it's kind of. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. I think we've got. I Look, think how about how about I just surprise you guys? How about I just watch something that like I'm okay. not gonna tell you what I'm gonna watch, and I'll come in and say, "Hey, I watch something. I'll, I'll watch right. a movie. And then, and I'll then, watch another movie, and then we'll make fun." Oh, hey, yeah. Watch um, watch a Ghibli film. You've seen all the studios. I've seen the Ghibli films, though. Oh, so I was okay. say, if you hadn't, I was about to just end this podcast. No, we, we talked about it. We talked about our uh, when we talked about uh, we did talk about them at, at some point. Oh, okay. Um, but I yeah, exactly. I watched, I mean, we talked about you. animated films, and you brought up like three of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about watch. this though? How about you watch every episode of One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now I, now I know. Now I know you're just fucking with me. Or so. Naruto. Jesus Christ! Affected oh, One Piece is still. Ongoing to this day, it's still the number one story in Shonen Jump magazine. Blows my mind. That's longer than like most even, TV shows. It's not even that good. I'm I mean, gonna find. I'm gonna find something. I'm not gonna tell you guys what it is. All right. I'm just gonna drop it on the episode, and you guys could be like, "This is." Getting, it could potentially be my very much my repo genetic opera do if I don't play kids, my cards right. Derek, do any of your kids watch anime? My son loves anime. Like he orders things from Japan all the time. Ask him. Jimmy, ask he's like him. he's like a mini. He's like a mini. He's like a mini collector of things. Like he buys these plushies from like just had one shipped over from freaking Japan. I, and 
uh, for graduation <gasps> this year. And uh, do you know what? Actually, hold on. Yeah, I know what I want you to watch because okay. you, you, I mean, even if you just watch the first season, because um, the first season is available on multiple streaming platforms. Okay, um, is One Punch Man. I've seen, because Orange, I think I've seen, I've seen like, season. I've seen season one of One, one Punch Man. Oh, okay. Okay. Second, I still like I mean, the Just, just ask your son season. for a recommendation and, and go I will. that. Okay. I will I will ask him, I will say, give me something good so I don't get made fun of. There you go. <laughs> and, and I'll watch it. Awesome. Okay. I'll well, come back next episode. Make fun of you. Well, if you enjoyed today's conversation, it's like wrestling all over again. Feel free to <laughs> like us on Spotify. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts with a five star review. Uh, stay tuned for next week. Next week's gonna I think it's gonna be fire. A, a special special star of the show. Uh, your uh, one and only uh, Tank Rod just like, Jim, just like Jimmy Thies, just like Jimmy Thies collection limited edition episode. Exactly. <laughs> well, folks, this has been the Movie Misfits podcast. I'm Tank Rodriguez for Jimothy James Dean and the Doctor Dirty Derek. We bid you adieu. One of y'all gentlemen, close us out. See, this one's for you, Val Kilmer. Exactly what I was good thinking. Choice. All right, guys, have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye guys. Later, guys.